Welcome to Renaissance Online Radio. You can find us at renaissanceonlineradio.com or you can reach us by email at renaissanceonlineradio at gmail.com. Now here's your host. Cecil the Lion, you remember, back in July of this year, he became famous for being shot by an avid big game hunter named Dr. Walter Palmer. As Dr. Palmer was quoted as saying, he doesn't have a golf game, so instead he hunted big game. And when I say big game, there are pictures on the internet of him standing beside a rhinoceros that he had killed and beside a cheetah that he had killed. He had been known for hunting bear and elk in the States. In short, he was an avid and successful hunter of big game. Well, this year, he paid $55,000 to legally hunt lion in Zimbabwe. And you would never know about Dr. Walter Palmer if the lion that he shot had not had a name. But Cecil did have a name. He was being studied as part of an Oxford University research project, and he lived in Zimbabwe's Hwange National Park. Cecil was 13 years old, which is about three years longer than a wild lion is expected to live. But that didn't matter to thousands of people on the internet. People who had absolutely no connection with Dr. Palmer started putting reviews on his Yelp page, and other people vandalized his practice. He had to go into hiding because of death threats. Even now, on his Yelp page, there are, there are reviews like this. Maureen M. from Missouri City, Texas posts, I wish I could give it less than one star. You will burn in hell, you animal murderer. These animals are endangered. Instead of polishing your rifle, I suggest you watch Animal Planet and understand the peril our eco- ecosystem is in all over the world. People like you are one of its greatest threats. Your ignorance to their plight the plight of all animals, is disgusting. That's a review I would read for you. There are a lot that I would not. Then there's the story of Justine Sacco. In 2013, she was enjoying a successful career as a 30-year-old senior director of corporate communication at a large internet company and was traveling to South Africa to visit family from New York when just before starting the longest leg of her trip, posted on Twitter the following, quote, Going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. End quote. She didn't think anything of it. And 11 hours later, when she landed, she found that she had, in those intervening 11 hours, become a pariah on the Internet. Because of that thoughtless tweet, she lost her job and her promising career to internet justice. And then there's the story of Memories Pizza. Back in March of 2015, 
during the furor over Indiana's short-lived Religious Freedom Restoration Act, the pizza company was called by ABC 57 out of South Bend, and the employee who answered the phone was asked if their company would be willing to cater pizza at a gay wedding. The employee, Crystal O'Connor, whose family owns Memories Pizza, answered, quote, If a gay couple came in and wanted us to provide pizza for their wedding, we would have to say no, end quote. Very quickly, the national media picked up on the interview from this local station, and very shortly thereafter, death threats started coming in. The pizza joint had to close, and they were unsure if they would ever be able to reopen. Even now, Memories Pizza, which is located in Walkerton uh, in northwestern Indiana, a town with a total area of less than two square miles and a population of 2,248 people in 2013, is receiving one-star reviews and dirty comments from places like Redondo Beach, California, Santa Clarita, California, Denver, Colorado, and even Brooklyn, New York. I remember at the time hearing a radio interview with the owner who described not being able to get anything done because his phone would not stop ringing and most of the calls were from people from out of state either screaming at him or ordering pizzas that they had no intention of picking up. And all of this furor was simply because they made the mistake of expressing their non-politically acceptable beliefs. Now, why have I brought up three different instances where the Internet has been a conduit of hate? Now, understand, I don't use the term hate lightly. When acts are carried out that lead to fear for one's life or the destruction of one's career or financial livelihood, I don't know of a better term that applies. But I want to talk about what's going on here. You may have heard the term crowd psychology or mob psychology. It's the idea that a, an individual who is part of a crowd, part of a mob, will do things or say things that he would never do had he not been part of that crowd or that mob. Wikipedia says, Crowd behavior is heavily influenced by the loss of responsibility of the individual and the impression of universality of behavior, both of which increase with the size of the crowd. Now, it used to be that in order to have a crowd, you had to have a lot of people in the same spot a gathering. Well, the internet has provided that crowd virtually. If you want a good example of that um, effect, where people will say things that they would never say to a person in front of them, you don't have to go any farther than the comments section on pretty much any news article that is posted nowadays. You'll find 
comments from both sides of the aisle, you might say, that are crude, that are disrespectful, that are at times even threatening by people who, if you were to be face-to-face with them, would probably never say those things to you. A term that has been used in recent writings to describe this sort of behavior is mob justice. Now, mob justice is not a new idea. In fact, if you think back to before most of us were born, mob justice was not uncommon. It was called lynching. It was when a bunch of angry people got together because of a rumor, usually, that they had heard about a particular individual, and they would, as a mob, find that person and kill them. No trial, no representation, just, quote, justice. Now, this is the antithesis of what we in America should expect justice to look like. We have a concept known as the rule of law. It is the legal principle that law should govern a nation, as opposed to being governed by arbitrary decisions of individual government officials. Or, we might say, as opposed to the whims of the mob on the internet. Now, you might wonder why this is now a topic that I'm talking about. And I'd like to explain that. In the past few weeks, since the shooting in San Bernardino, I have been hearing stories, most of them not from the news, but from other people, about American Muslims being verbally attacked by other Americans not for any reason except for their being Muslim. And I have to wonder, why are people doing this? Do Americans feel so absolved of the responsibility of civility that somehow they can verbally attack other Americans simply for their religious beliefs? I suddenly realized that Americans are becoming members of mobs. They're not crowds of people in proximity, but they are crowds of people connected through the Internet who, because of their perceived membership in a virtual mob, feel released from personal responsibility. Now, these are people who, if you were to ask them the question, they would argue for personal responsibility in one form or another. But because the target of their ire is different from their mob, somehow it's okay to be verbally violent. I once heard it said, never underestimate the stupidity of people in large groups. And 
I think this is a lot more important than we may realize. We have to maintain our own sense of personal integrity if we intend to continue in the connected world. The only other solution is to disconnect. And I'm not sure that's not a good thing. But for most of us, that's not practical. And so my reason for this podcast is to remind you that you are not absolved of personal responsibility just because a few thousand of your virtual friends also are fired up about a particular cause. Those people you are attacking are people first. Don't forget it. That's all for this edition of the Renaissance Online Radio Podcast. We invite your participation by sending email to renaissanceonlineradio at gmail.com or by commenting on our Facebook page. Our Twitter handle is at RenaissanceRDO. Thanks and have a great day.